Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jay here Stratford Paddock. This is the Manchester City Carabao Cup preview. It's the semi-final, oh. one step away from Wembley. And despite what I said on the live show that I did this morning, it isn't the first leg, because no. there isn't two legs, is there? Joining me is Joe Smith, who's going to explain to me why I got that wrong. And mm. there's only one leg in this semi-final. Yeah, there's only one leg. It's massive, this game. And <laughs> you can look at it as the League Cup, or you can look at it as, you know, the most minor of the trophies United are involved in. But... Oli getting a trophy, beating Manchester City, beating you know a team that has dominated this this cup for the last few years, as we'll see in a moment, is a huge game for United. I know, and, and again, it's all about momentum. All good seasons, the one key thing that all teams have, if they want to go on a league run, if you want to go on any run, is momentum uh, and consistency. And it's a massive part of coming out of this game, coming out of this week where we've got City, then Watford. Uh, then uh, who's the one? Burnley, Burnley we've got. then Liverpool. Those four games are absolutely huge. Two cup games in a row. Then Burnley and Liverpool in the league, and we need momentum if we're going to go through that. And it's it's a really tough game. It's going to be a really tough game, but it's a massive game. It is a massive game. Um, you've you've sort of spoken about momentum and the mm. importance and sort of getting that first trophy under your belt. Yeah. Obviously, this has got an added edge. It's a derby. Mm. We know what goes on with a derby. We're all well aware of that. But getting that first trophy, City have sort of made this. Not a priority, but they've, they've mm. always, pains me to say it, they've almost made it their own and they've yeah. focused on it and they, they like to get that trophy and, you know, win that trophy and then sort of build on that for the league. And we've seen it in the past, didn't it? Yeah. Jose Mourinho's Chelsea used to do it. You can see there the last five League Cup winners. In the middle of all that blue dross mm. is the 2017 win by mm. Manchester United and Jose, which helps us in a way, didn't it? Because it gave us that little bit of momentum. Eased the pressure off Jose because in the league we were terrible mm. and we went on and won the Europa League on the back of it as well, didn't we? You felt that that League Cup, there's Latin final, if you will, and also beating City en route to it mm-hmm. gave us that little bit of an edge, didn't it, that season? Yeah, it's, it's a massive cup and it's it's one of the biggest reasons why it's massive is because usually the final's in February or March, whenever it yeah. is. 
that's been postponed a little bit this season, obviously to account for the fact that hopefully we'll have fans in the ground by the time the final rolls around, which I think is going to be in April this yes, year. Yes, it's been uh, moved um, back slightly. Which is slightly frustrating in terms of getting a trophy under your belt, using that as a, as a, as a way to sort of progress and a, uh, a bit of momentum, as, as I said before, to build on. But it's still going to be there. Those final weeks of the season, the FA Cup final still in May, the League Cup final still in May, uh, sorry, the, the Europa League final still in May, sometimes in June. I think we've seen yes. the, the Champions League and the Europa League before. And of course, the end of the Premier League is still in May. So getting a trophy, even if it's just a month before that, would still be huge. And you look at that there, it's four of the last five City have won. They've actually won uh, six of the last eight, I think That's we worked out before, which is, I mean, incredible. And it's, it's clear that they take this cup as a priority. And I think the United need to start taking its priority. A lot, a lot of managers, like I said, I think Pep did it when he first joined City. Jose did it at United. A lot of managers have done it in the past where you use the League Cup as a springboard for success as a team. And any trophy is, especially when it's your first trophy, no longer can, can people, can United fans, can opposition fans, can pundits say, you know, Solskjaer's done good for United, but he's never won a trophy. It and, is, and, yeah. it, and as simple it as is it is to that. say that, and as, as minor as the League Cup may be, or you may consider the League Cup to be, not being able to say Ollie's never won anything goes away if we win this. Yeah. And it's the first chance we've got. And also, let's not forget, we're already in the semi-final. You know, one more game after this one and we've won it. Whereas, you can, you know, you can prioritise the Europa League, the, the Premier League, the FA Cup. The third round of the FA Cup doesn't start until, you know, the weekend against Watford. This is already a semi-final. We have to go for this. And, you know, if, if nothing else, to stop them winning... Seven of the last nine, which it's would be a, just ridiculous. It's funny because going back to that one in, in uh, the 2016-17 season, mm. I don't even remember, well, I'm sure you do remember, but when it was Pep's first season, Jose's first season at United, we beat them at Old Trafford. Pep mm. played a weakened team. He came out afterwards and said how proud he was of his players and, and all this nonsense. The end, ended the thing about how United beat City's reserves and all this other drivel. Uh, but... Fast forward, when United won it that season, mm. I, unfortunately, in my previous life as a reporter, was at the City press conference a week later when Pep was asked about the fact United had already picked up a trophy. Jose had won his first trophy at United. Mm. Do you regret playing a weekend team against United earlier on in the competition? He got a little bit techy, shall we say, mm. and was like... Because he tends to Yeah, he's, he tends to do... Pep has his reputation being this lovely, charismatic guy. He can be very difficult in press mm. conferences, especially when he's not or he's not had success that week or whatever, or not won that week. He got really tested, and he was like... It, it seemed to get to him. Mm. Now, I'm not saying this is the reason, but... He's won it every year since. Mm. He's obviously took it more, more serious. He doesn't tend to play weekend teams. He doesn't tend to sort of rest on his laurels with it. He likes to win it, and he's been very successful in it. Mm. As as we can see there with, as you said, not just the four out of the five, but also even before Pep, mm. they had a pretty good record in it. I think behind the scouts now, they've won it more times than anyone. Yeah, it's it's clear that he's taken it as a priority. And I, and I think that's, it, it shows, you know, the, the fact that, this is a big trophy to win, and it's more a trophy, less for this trophy cabinet, but more for the morale and the and the sort of winning spirit of a team. It's a huge trophy, and it's easy to overlook that. And it's it's one of those, as people like to use the word, intangibles, where you sort of go, well, it's only the League Cup, what does that matter? But it, it's a great springboard, as we've mentioned, for so many other things. And just getting the winning spirit, the, the mentality that we're good enough to beat top teams, we're good enough to handle pressure, we're good enough to convert what is decent forming cups into actually we can win trophies. The mentality thing, and it's something we've seen this season, mentality makes such a huge difference to, to clubs. It, it, I don't think any trophy quite does it, the mentality in terms of 
how you go from winning nothing to winning Champions League, Premier League, quite like the, the League Cup. I think it's really important for that. Do you think that League Cup, other than the FA Cup, might be one of the biggest domestic trophies you can win? Domestic Cups you can win? I would say behind the FA Cup and, and the Premier League, it's probably the biggest one you can I, win. I think you're right. I yeah. agree. Um, it's weird, isn't it? Because we actually have played City quite a bit yeah. in this competition. Mm-hmm. Over the last 10 years, I think we played yeah. them five times. I think we've got a graphic there that you can see. Yeah. Um and it's been a bit of a mixed bag. If you go back to 2010, we had mm-hmm. that fantastic couple of games against them with a last minute mm. Rooney winner on it. Um, more recently, of course, last season, they uh, knocked us out, although we did get a win at the Etihad, yeah. which is a bit of sweet because you get the win, but you still go out of the competition. Mm-hmm. Um, as we all know, as I said earlier, this is a one-off. This isn't a, um, two legs this yep. time round. It should be because it's a semi, but it's not. It's one game. How do you feel about it, Joe? Do you feel like... like because it's one game, looking at that record, you can see, mm. we, you know, as I said earlier, you can almost dismiss the 2010 one a little bit because it wasn't quite the same City team that, that it became. But how do you see that? Does that play into our hands a little bit? It's a one-off or does that help them? I don't think it helps either team. Right. I think it really is a toss of a coin. As you can yeah. see there, they beat us 3-1 at Old Trafford and then we, and then we beat him away. Yeah. And it's been, uh, you know, a lot of the case that in recent years, United have done better at the Etihad, City have done better at Old Trafford. So I just think that really it just sort of concentrates what is generally speaking a tight game against them in, in, recently. Obviously the 6-1 was a, was a separate thing altogether. But since then, we've looked pretty good against City. Um, Under all we have, haven't we? Yeah, yeah certainly. And, and that 3-1 being basically the only blip against them. I think yeah. we beat them three times last season, lost once. So I don't think it really helps either team. I do worry that sometimes City have, as Chelsea found out at the weekend, City have these impossible 15 minutes where they, where they just do things that still, let's be honest, no other team can do. They'll control the ball. They'll play it through the lines. They make these late runs to predictable places that seemingly are untrackable. And if they do that to you and then they get a lucky goal or a nice goal from the edge of the box, if you think it's very similar, what happened against Chelsea, the 3-0 up, it was a great goal from the edge of the box with Gundogan, very similar to the one that Bernardo Silva scored against United. Not quite in, in style, but in terms of yeah. the distance out and a moment of, of brilliance, and then just carving through, carving through, carving through. And before you know it, you're th- three nil down after 30 minutes. Very similar to how United were in the first half of that first leg last season. So if, if, we, if we face one of those spells from them, where it's a moment of brilliance, we get a little bit rattled and it's two more, the game's done. What we have to hope is that we're good defensively and something we've seen this season in the few games where we have been poor, or certainly in recent weeks, the few games we've been poor, one of the problems we've had is missing chances. We saw it against PSG. We saw it against Leipzig. We saw it in the first leg against Istanbul. We've seen it against Chelsea in the Premier League. We've seen it in a lot of the games we've been. We saw it against Leicester. We missed too many big chances. Yeah. And if we, if we play City and we miss our first two big chances... I think we'll be in for a really rough night because they'll make these little chances, they'll score them, and then after that the pressure is on and they'll keep cutting through you, cutting through you, cutting through you. And you know, hopefully they won't go 3-0 up like they did last time, but we have to be really on it and we can't afford to miss chances. It's it is annoying that this all right, it's not two legs, it's one leg, mm. but there's no home fans. I know bang on this drum, yeah. but it is old traffic, but we're not gonna have any fans there, which is frustrating. And it's a bit strange this one, isn't it? Because United have sort of got our act together mm. at home. City away from home have looked pretty pretty strong. You look at our, I think we've got a graphic there of mm. our last five home games and you can see other than the uh, the 
PSG game and obviously the, the ball draw against City, which no one wants to see again. I hope no. it's a bit, but it's got to be a more exciting game. That can't be any worse. But we have looked a lot more positive at home. And if you're going to be ultra sort of critical, you can say we've ridden our luck a little bit, mm. but we've kept going and we've got some important wins. City away from home, you just mentioned there more, most recently, the Chelsea game where mm. for 15 minutes, yes, Chelsea were great, but City were unplayable. Yeah. So, uh, throw in the fact there's no crowd and it's a one-off. Yeah. I mean, it's almost paper-thin margins there, isn't it, to, to say, I know we'll get to score predictions later, yeah. but it feels like, you know, you've got an immovable, mm. an unstoppable force meeting an immovable object. There's so yeah. many things that are sort of identical there. Their away form, our home form, there's no crowd there. Mm. It's very difficult to say what's the difference between these two teams. Yeah, and we saw with that draw, the nil-nil, I almost think against City at home, the only way we can stop them scoring loads of goals is by just being defensive. Like we yeah. saw in that nil-nil, we saw it where we just decided we aren't going to try to make too many chances today. We are just going to try to stop Man City. And normally you would have to go, we can't be doing that. That's yeah. not what United do at home. All that, all those things you've heard a million times. But in that case, looking back now, it probably was the right thing to do because as you see, we saw it led to 6-2 against Leeds, 1-0 against Wolves, 2-1 against Villa. Whereas if we'd have played expansive football and lost 3-1 like Chelsea did or 4-1 like Arsenal did, we may well have not won those three games after That's that. A great point. So sometimes you have to look back at things slightly differently to how they felt at the time. But obviously with it being a cup game, there's going to have to be some give here or you know, eventually it would be penalties. I think we're going to play a little bit more expansively than we did in that game. But again, it comes back to we have to take our chances because we're not going to get 9, 10, 11 chances like we did against uh, Leeds or 6 or 7 like we did against Wolves or 6 or 7 like we did against Villa. We're probably going to get three, maybe four chances if we're lucky. If we don't score two of them, it'll be done. And, you know, almost mirroring form, we've got good home form at the moment, they've got good away form at the moment. I think you sort of take all that out of it because the worst that we've looked at home in recent weeks was the City game and the worst they've looked away in recent weeks was the United <laughs> yeah. game. So for, for both teams, it's kind of a chance to put that behind you and say, actually, we can attack this team. We can um, do better than we did in that game. But I do really think that, that you can almost throw the form out the, out the window for this one because it's, it's such a big game and a chance for both teams to get some trophy. When, let's be honest, City have had a poor 18 months. They... A pretty shocking By their standards, yeah. The recent standards, yeah, yeah. They haven't had a great time. Shocking title defence last year with the 20 points off, off, off the Awful. Lead. David Moyes-esque. And this season, whilst they are sneaking back up the table now, they've not had a great start, like I said, by their standards. And, and United want to prove that we're up there with the big boys. So it's a huge game for both teams. It's a derby, man. This is it. Never yeah. Forget about whether there's crowds in Old Trafford or whatever. It is a derby. Mm. And we all know you never shut them lot up if they get a result. Mm. Um Going to get into the predicts 11. Yep. Joe, I'll start with you. Who do you think Ole Gunnar Solskjaer is going to pick for this game? Um, well, I've gone for a relatively, I suppose, other than Van der Beek, a team that kind of picks itself a little bit. Okay. Um, but I suppose maybe not because he often does go with Fred and McTominay, but a slightly changed team then. I've gone for De Gea, Wan-Bissaka, uh, Bayi and, and Maguire, which has worked very well. Very good, um, very and, good and combo. As far as I'm aware, Lindelof's still out, which we may find out more about that in the press conference. But for the sake of consistency, I'm going to go with If he was Bye. fit, mm. let's just say for an argument's sake, if he was fit, would you pick Lindelof? No. Or do you think Ollie would? Uh, I think Ollie would. I wouldn't. Just just at the moment, because Eric Bay is looking great and he's fit. looking like so the why not greatest make the most, defender. Yeah, make hay while the sun shines. Yes. Like, while he's fit, play him. Because he ain't going to be fit forever. No, and um, that's a shame. Yeah, Maguire, obviously, ever-present mainstay in that defence. Uh, and then I've gone for Tellers because 
I'm, I, I wouldn't be surprised for him to, to, to play Luke Shaw, but I just think if we are going to go for this a bit more, if we are going to try to win this game, I think Teller's maybe a, a good way to do that. And with the fact I'm playing a diamond, we may lack a bit of width moving Bad, forward. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I expect and hope Tellers will provide that width. Then, like I said, I've gone for a diamond midfield. Matic at the base uh, with Van der Beek, Pogba and Bruno. I think the industry and the energy of Van der Beek will work well against City because obviously they like to sort of dominate and pack out that midfield with a lot of quick passing. I think Van der Beek reads the game slightly better than McTominay and you know Matic is a bit better defensively than Fred. Um, and also, I expect Matic to drop into that that gap left by Tellers, as we've seen him do in a lot of games. Well, let's in recent not weeks. forget as well um, for the three-one that you mentioned earlier in the league cup. Mm-hmm. Nemanja Matic saved that yeah. for me from being an absolute massacre. Could have been five or six. It could have. He yeah. came on, and he was the forgotten man mm-hmm. when he steps onto that pitch. Everyone thought he was going to go in the January transfer window. Um, came on. Absolutely steadied the ship because they were overrunning us in midfield mm. and made it slightly competitive as a football match. I mean, the tie, let alone the game, the actual both legs were, at, were almost running away from us. Mm. And I was genuinely concerned we were going to see a 6-1 or something yeah, yeah. or 6 you know, He came on, did a fantastic job and sort of kicked on a little mm. bit from there, didn't he? And ended up getting a new deal. So I can understand why you've gone for him, why mm. you think Holly will go for him. Yeah, and he's he was he was very good in, in the recent games he's playing as well. I think the the, the Wolves game, wasn't it? I think so. Where yeah. alongside Eric Bailly, who was probably our man of the match. Yes. Um, so I put him in. And Paul Pogba, again, alongside Eric Bailly, was probably the man of the match against Villa. Yes. And he's on a good run of form at the moment. He seems to have found his, his form from the start again. Um, so I'd go with Eric Bailly. And of course, Bruno Fernandes, where would we be without him? Can't live, you know, other teams can't, can't live, live with him. We can't live without him. Is without you, exactly. Bruno, as Mariah Carey and Nielsen sang, if memory serves. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, Bruno, Bruno in the side there, of course. I'd be stunned if you don't put him in yours. Yes. And then, again, obviously, with the diamond in midfield, they've gone for the two strikers. No Cavani, of course, still seeing out his suspension. Martial and Rashford as a sort of split striker. Ollie's done this before against City as well, where he likes to put, I think it was Dan James and Rashford he played in the past. Yes. Um, where he likes to put two quick attackers that can split out. So you can put, Tellers can play it down the line to Rashford. Wambasaka can play it down the line to Marshall. But also if, if those fullbacks are pushing on, like I expect Tellers in particular to do, we can find them um, waiting for crosses in the middle, like we saw um, Marshall do against Aston Villa. It's a bit more of a compact midfield. I think we might need that against City. And again, the energy of Van der Beek, the positioning and defensive acumen of, of Matic, I think will be really important to, to stifle and City's attacks. Listening to your team, it makes a lot more sense than mine. <laughs> As you were talking then, a little bit of me was dying inside. Each time you said something, because I thought, why have I left him out? Why didn't I think of that? Why have I think Ollie's not going to do that? Um, we'll go into my team. You look at my style 11. Joel's, your made a lot, yours made a lot of sense. Mine... Slightly less so, but mm. bear with me. Um, I've gone with Dean Henderson. He has been used in the cup before. Yeah. Would, and Ollie's made no sort of, um, he's, you know, he, he's made no secret the fact that he, he is going to rotate for certain games with Dean Henderson and David De Gea. So I brought in Dean I Henderson. I don't feel like it's a massive step down. It's very sort of close margins. I think David De Gea just about shades it. I think he's having a decent season. But I don't think you look at it and go, well, he's not going to bring Dean Henderson for this game. Mm. A derby, a semi-final against the City, not a chance. I think he will do. Um, I've gone with Luke Shaw, Eric Bailly, uh, Harry Maguire, and Aaron Wambasaka as my back four. Aaron Wambasaka, no-brainer, loves playing against Sterling. Mm-hmm. Eric Bailly, for reasons you've mentioned, not only Vitz Lindelof could be out, but also the fact Eric Bailly was, has been immense last couple of yeah. games. Harry Maguire, he's not going anywhere, so I'm going to drop him for this game. Um, I've gone with Shaw over Tellez purely because Teller slightly does concern me defensively. I get where you're yeah. coming from, and you made a very good point, but I just feel that Luke Shaw, 
for Luke Shaw, is having a decent spell of form. Mm-hmm. I still think he's got a level to go up. I don't think he's anywhere near his pre-injury uh, form, as some mm. people have claimed. But he's having a decent spell. Um, you made a really great point about Nemanja Matic. Yeah, I've not picked him. <laughs> I <laughs> well, even backed your point up, and, then, and again, now I'm just though, undermine myself. You've got Fred and McTominay there, as people can yes. see at home. Oli does tend to trust this in the yeah. big game. He trusted it twice against PSG. He trusted it in that crucial Everton game where yes. people were saying, if you lose this, you're gone. Yeah. He does like to go Fred and McTominay. We saw yeah. it again against Leeds, which you know isn't the game of this magnitude. But in terms of not losing the game, it's a, a crucial game not to lose. So, yeah, go on, sorry. But I, I don't no, think no. that's a bad idea at all. Um, also, as well, the thing that sort of... Um you have to remember, as you mentioned earlier, about the games are coming thick and fast. Yes, it's a derby and it's a semi-final. It's a mm. massive game. But... We've got a bit of a squad and there's more massive games on the horizon as well. So I wouldn't be surprised if it's almost a slight rotation, yeah. which even nowadays doesn't feel like a rotation because we've got quality. Uh, the one exception to that is probably Dan James. I've gone with him. He has a, an okay record in City. Mm-hmm. Did very well at the Etihad um, yeah. last season. Can cause some problems. So I've gone with him on the right. I've gone with Marcus Rashford, who's almost at Bruno Fernandes levels of mm. undroppability for Ole. Mm. Ollie doesn't tend to drop Marcus. Never. Never. He doesn't like he doesn't, he doesn't even like subbing him half the time. Marcus half the time is limping around and Ollie will leave him. We on. saw it against against Villa, didn't we? Where yeah. you know, Marcus looked like he couldn't track back and then he takes Bruno off. And then two minutes later, Rashford sprinting back with something like I'm sure he was injured two it's, seconds ago. So that's why he keeps him on yeah, though. It's like Wolves as well, isn't it? We're all going, mm. oh, I'm a bit of a stinker, isn't he, Marcus? Yeah, and shocking. then he pops up with a winner. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I get that. Um and I think that especially as well, if it matters, Marcus Proper, you know, Mankborn and Brent absolute loves a game against Man City. You can see how he was hurting last time to be his old Trafford. Mm. He was fuming when he did his post-match interview, and I love to see that sort of thing. Up top, I've gone with Anthony Martial. You could have gone with Mason Greenwood. He can lead the line. I think he can play as a giant. I've gone with Martial. He's got back in the goals recently. Hopefully, he can kick on, and he has a decent record against Man City. He obviously scored uh, when we played him in the Premier League at Old Trafford last season. Um, Him and Bruno Fernandes linked up well, and I hope they can do that again this time round yeah Marshall's got I think it's um three goals four assists in his last six games for United so he's getting back in the in, back in I hate the term goal involvements is is, is almost feels like when people just say content when you're talking about videos you're like oh it's a video isn't it like content like you're some you have cool to join the dark guy. side of this don't you because I'm like old school and I'm mm. like XG goal involvement mm. what is this and then you find that you have to sort of yeah. sooner or later start using it because pe- everyone else is yeah so you and know that's the I mean? me- these are the metrics that people determine whether someone is good or not on. yeah so if you can't beat him join him but Martial you can see it from watching him play he's improving he's getting better no Cavani of course Igalo again yeah exactly uh, and, and I don't mean that, I'm not disparaging him because we love him he's yeah. a lovely lovely man and his Instagram yeah it, you know it makes me glad to be alive mm. but he is the forgotten man. He is. And I would be stunned if he got a game against Man City. Mm. Um, I, I, to be honest with you, I think even Watford might be a stretch for him. Yeah, the only reason he, he might play is because oh. he used to play for Oh, him. yeah. Only likes that, I think it? he might give him a game. <laughs> he likes yeah, his he sort of sentimental reasons. Mm. Um, so, yeah, maybe we'll see a Gallo for a Watford game, but I doubt very much we'll see him for the Manchester City game. Um, looking at City, mm. in a similar way that you look at United and go, it's all about Bruno Fernandes. Mm. Which you, we'll come on to in a minute. Yeah. You look at City, don't you? Mm. And go, Kevin De Bruyne is what, who, the guy who makes them tick. Yes, they've got talent. They've got Raheem Sterling. They've got Gabriel Jesus, who's having a decent season. The defence has stepped up. Mm. You know, John Stones has sort of be, become the John Stones that they bought for 50 million quid all of a sudden. But for me, it still feels like Kevin De Bruyne 
is the one to watch for Manchester City. And it, you know, if you look there, I think he's got is it twelve as an assist, twelve assists in all competitions mm-hmm. this season. Not too shabby. Um, Three goals as well. Few goals. I think is it. He's not been scoring from his penalties that he's been mm. putting away. Um, but he's always a threat. We saw it again. You mentioned the Chelsea game. Okay, you know, he, he perhaps should have scored when he went through, but he still causes a lot of problems. Mm. And it almost feels like it could be De Bruyne versus Bruno in a mm. way. This game, like, That's who's going to control build, it? it? Yeah, who's going who's gonna to be the main yeah. man? Whoever's the main man in this game out of those two is, is going to mm. be on the winning team. Do you feel that way? I do a little bit, but I, I do I do also think, like we saw against Wolves, I know Bruno got the assist for Rashford, so the point is almost moot, but each team has other players who can pop up and, and yeah. get you something. But it's it's these two players, Bruno uh, and, and De Bruyne, that are the ones where these are the players that if, let's, if either team could remove one player, yeah. you would, you know, City would take Bruno out, we'd take De Bruyne out. Yeah, and you know, you know, now we'll play each other because yeah. that's the worry, isn't it's it? A great, that's a good. I like the way you done that. Yeah, yeah. If, thank you. <laughs> if you could pick one player to take out, you're like, right, pink slips, like, right, we're having him. <laughs> you're having him. Okay, we'll play because you know Bruno's got Fernandez has got nine assists. De Bruyne's got uh, twelve assists, but Bruno's got fifteen goals with it. Yeah, like what on <laughs> earth are we seeing here, Jay? You're like, oh, he's got three less goals. He's got twelve, three less assists. He's got twelve more goals than him. And I'm not trying to make it one versus the other, as in who's better. We, you know, each of them do their own thing. And if you're looking at trophies won, there's no argument De Bruyne's a, a, a better player. But, you know, he's got 15 Would goals. Would you swap genuinely, no, right? No chance. Good lad. Kevin De Bruyne, what, is he 28, 29? I wouldn't, even if they were the same age, I wouldn't swap Bruno for anyone. No. I wouldn't. Either. And you can, oh, you, oh, you got your red-tinted mm. glasses on. I wouldn't. And I think Bruno Fernandes, since he arrived at Old Trafford, out of the two players, who's been the better player... Bruno, yeah. and for a big chunk of his United career, he's had players of, you know, sort of, I don't want to say, say average, it. but not as good ability around him as Kevin De Bruyne has. So for me, yeah, it does feel like mm. it is going to be, certainly being built like that. I know you can look at it and you can go, well, Marcus or for Gabriel Jesus or whoever can Sterling. have a, uh, Sterling Who's or whoever. dropped way off in yeah. form, by the way. Yeah, uh, or Marshall or whoever can mm-hmm. have a big say in his game. But you do feel like those are the two main men for a reason. Yeah, you mentioned that about since Bruno's joined United. Go on. Do Hit me with some stats. stats. Since the start of the 18-19 season, so, you know, two years ago, roughly Seems now. Seems like a millennium. It does. A millennia ago. Bruno Fernandes, for Sporting Lisbon and Manchester United, uh, has played 127 games or made 127 appearances okay. and has had 123 goals or assists in that time. He's basically averaging a goal or assist every game for two years, which is fucking stunning, by the way, in case you it's don't know how good that ridiculous. is. And it, again, we always talk about exchange rates and players coming from other leagues and all that. It's got better since he joined United. His stats <laughs> this season how is that per happened? game are better now than they were at, at Sporting. Do, do you know what, like, right? What are you on about? I remember when we were limp with him, weren't we? And like, I was, I, I'd seen his stats and I'd seen some clips of him and I thought, this is an exciting player. But I thought, 47 million or something. Mm. Is, why is no one else? Let's go. He's got to be, someone's got to be, someone's got to be wrong with him here. Mm. Like, why have Real Madrid, why have Barca going for him? Oh, maybe it's just because, you know, he's in the Portuguese league, no one mm. respects him. Is he going to score all those goals when he's having pot shots against the likes of, you know, I don't know, Edison and Alisson mm. and Larissa or whatever? Yes, he is mm. going to score those goals. Yes, he's going to score loads of goals. He's going to get loads of assists and he's going to be an absolutely amazing player. And already, 47 million looks like an absolute bargain. I know it might go up with add-ons, but mm. you get my gist. Um, Regardless of whether it's the 
Bruno Fernandes or Kevin De Bruyne show, what is the score going to be? And why, Joe? Tell me now. Don't lie to me. Oh, it's hard, isn't it? Because they is. can beat us. There's no... It's not one of those where, you know, it's, oh, we should beat them. If they turn up and we turn up, it's still 50-50. And, you know, it's, it it's really close, one of them where it's, it's like... Close. It's really close. And, and recent history will tell you that, you know, I think six of the last ten times we've played at Old Trafford, they've beaten us. Um, one of them don't count. We'd already won the league, practically. That's true. So I'm not counting on. But, yeah, it's, it's really tricky. Obviously, I'm not going to... A game that I think is a, is a toss of a coin. I'm not going to let it land on City's head or tails, whatever they're, they're tails, aren't they? The lot of them. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go. I can't see us keeping a clean sheet. I think it might be a big one. I'm going to go three two United. I think it may be echoing the uh, the game of the Etihad where Van Persie scored that last minute free kick. Oh, that kind of game it. where it's stop it's it back and forth. People, you know, you'd scarcely believe that just three weeks ago, United and City played out a stalemate of nil-nil at this very same ground. When you look at the game, oh, it's a great game today, isn't it? All that shit. Yeah. I'm going to see all, I think we're going to see all that. So I'm going to go 3-2 United. Really back and forth game. Going to look like it could be 5-6-0 five, five, to either team. Yeah. Uh, but I think we'll edge it. I think, again, as I've said already, the first two chances we make, we yeah. need to score one of them. If we miss the first two chances of yeah. the game that we that we create, like we did against PSG, I think it might be it might be too late by that point. But I, I expect we'll get one of them, and I think we'll get a couple more as well. So I'm going to go three two. Three two. Uh, I'll go the other way then. I'll go one nil mm. Manchester United with a controversial 97th minute Bruno Fernandez retaking penalty. Oh, <laughs> twice retaken. <laughs> twice like retaken. Cut yeah. Chips. Yeah. Put it in the oil. Take it out of the oil. Yeah, take it. Yeah. Retake it. Retake yeah, it. Exactly. Crispy penalty goodness with steam coming <laughs> oh, off it. Yes. Just swallow it Tastes right Tastes like they're from a chip shop. Um, yeah, that's exactly it. I, 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 to be honest with you, I don't care how we win. I just want to beat that was blue. But don't be surprised to see it go to penalties either, to be honest. I wouldn't oh, be surprised. No, I could see a 1-1 oh, and penalties. That. I'm going either 3-2, which I think it will be, yeah. or 1-1 and penalties. I can't, I can't stumble penalties. It's penalties. Makes you feel sick. Uh, no. I'm, imagine. It's just horrible, isn't it? It was it bad is. enough when we had penalties. When we had penalties, who was it the other season? Was it Rochdale or mm. someone we had penalties against? It's bad enough when it's teams like that, mm. let alone when it's City in the semi-final. semi-final. Do you know what I mean? Oh, it's going to be minging in it if we beat breaking the semi-final it. curse that Solskjaer has currently been under. No, that's what that's what he did. He sold but, his soul to the devil to get the United. But job. do you know what though, right? And they said it'll be perpetual semi-finals from now on. Do All semis and no finals, <laughs> like, on, like in Narnia, always winter and never Christmas. That's what it is. With I thought you were going to go with a different joke there, but you, you kept it clean. I'm proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> Always the bridesmaid, never the bride. Yeah, always the semi, but no, yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> you get the gist. Um, if you're not doing so already, subscribe yeah. to the channel. What is wrong with you? Yeah, uh, cool. Also, what's the script with the membership? Uh, 12 Days of friend. Christmas is the giveaway we have been doing since the 26th of December. And we've taken it all the way through to the 6th of January, where we will be giving away a Sony PlayStation 5. I'm sure you're all aware of it. You, we're coming down to the last days of this now. Now, all you have to do is join and become a member. If you join now, you'll still be in with a chance of winning the PlayStation. Good. If you join on, you know, on the day of the game, you'll still be in with a chance of, of winning the PlayStation. We're giving away each prize every day. And of course, the last prize will be the PlayStation. We'll be revealing the winner of the PlayStation 
on the review for Manchester United against Manchester City. So hopefully it's not, we lost 4-0, fucking Alan, you've got a PlayStation. Hopefully it can be a jubilant giveaway uh, that exceeds all expectations. But yeah, if you want to be in with a chance of winning the remaining gifts and of course the PlayStation on the January the 6th, join and become a member. Click the little join button below the video. Choose which tier you'd like to join. You get all sorts of other good stuff as well. You get members-only podcasts, behind-the-scenes video. This week, I'm going to be giving Mitz a haircut because he's obviously locked down, can't go to barbers anymore. Can I just say as so well that Mitz is fully on board with this? Don't think that Joel just said, you're having a yeah, haircut. He's not right? going to be like asleep while we're doing <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, there's loads of, loads of extra stuff for members, and we're going to be continuing these giveaways throughout the year, so we're not stopping here. It's not like, oh, we've got a PlayStation, cheers. Every single month, we're going to be doing different giveaways, different things, T-shirts, merch, other big giveaways as well. So join and become a member. There's plenty of stuff to stick around for, and it helps the channel as well. So, you know, every little helps. And, and of course, we're trying to give back as well. And who don't want a Sony PlayStation 5? Let's be honest, Jay. And regardless of... I know I'm told that Sony PlayStation 5s are really good, as you'd say. <laughs> really good. They're really good, as, the kids, good. as the kids say. Uh, but also, there's extra content there. We've been putting out some behind-the-scenes videos, mm -hmm. some uh, funny vids as well that you can check out. And... Even if you're not a member, make sure you are subscribing. That's been Joe Smith. You know where to find him. He's all over socials. Joe Smith 93 on Twitter and on Instagram. Yeah, doing his tweets and his posts and stuff. Hey, being all funny and that. He's dirty, hey. dirty online. Dirty presence. online, United supporting yeah. bastard. Um, I've been Jay Motty. This has been the Manchester United versus Manchester City Carabao Cup semi final semi preview. Thanks for watching. Sports Social Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.